Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's Marketing Innovation Podcast Show. This is Andre. I'm here with our friend Roland. Hi, Roland. Hey, everyone. Uh, and today we are going to talk about how to market a software as a service business. Let's get to it. So, Roland, hello again. It's been a while. It's great to have you back with us. How's everything going? Hi, man. Uh, not too bad. I've been uh, working constantly on uh, my deep learning skills now. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to move more into image recognition and voice and see how marketing can be applied to these fields. Awesome, awesome. Good stuff. Did you find anything exciting so far that you'd like to share? Yeah, um, I was still thinking about the concept about um, recognizing images and objects from mm-hmm. commercials and um, movies and uh, TV ads Yep. so that you can uh, search them on e-commerce immediately and uh, possibly even order them. And um, the tech is there, definitely. We still need the uh, correct... Um, e-commerce platforms and solutions. Mm-hmm. But I think um, I think Google and Instagram are trying to implement something very similar. Google are trying to implement on Google Lens a feature that would uh, enable you to find an object from your camera directly on the web to buy, mm-hmm. while Instagram are still trying to push the e-commerce side on their uh, platform so that items get tagged automatically and you can buy directly from the uh, uh, influencer, I think. Awesome. So guys, this was a very up-to-date and the latest news bulletin. Thank you very much, Roland. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> These are the perks of being, uh, being around. So thank you very much for being with us um, today again. Um, awesome. Let's, uh, let's maybe dive into the subject now that we had a little warm up. Um, it's a bit different this one, so it's not going to be solely on um, voice technology. We'll get back on that track uh, with probably the next episode. But um, for the time being, we thought of dealing with a um, certain product category that has been very popular, mainly here in London uh, and probably in another couple of big cities around the world as well, which are SaaS platforms or software as a service uh, sort of business. Um now, to as a brief introduction, uh, why we chose this uh, subject is because subscription-based models, uh, business models, have grown in popularity together with uh, technology applications for company services, so the B two B side of things. Um, and uh, as a result, uh, software as a service platforms have become increasingly popular in this space, um, both B two B and uh, tech startups. Um, nevertheless, uh, with the spike seen in this sector and the new products that, that are being developed, uh, traditional marketing uh, for them has suffered a number of changes. So we wouldn't tackle marketing, you know, uh, B2B, another sort of B2B hardware product in the way that we would tackle a B2B software product. Um, and many sales and marketing concepts need updating as a result in order to preserve the effectiveness of marketing as well as making sure you are know, using your budget effectively and you are growing your business in the way that you'd like to. All right, man. So let me ask the big question. Where should you start when you're thinking about a SaaS strategy? Okay, so um, let's uh, let's define a bit the, so the SaaS um, concept. So broadly, a software as a service platform is a B2B service 
uh, provided through an online platform, um, which is most times purchased either for a long term, um, like a one year contract, renewable or so on, or through a subscription based model where you pay monthly. A couple of examples of this platform so we can have a vision about the sort of products we talk about are products that help either in marketing, such as cloud marketing platforms. Uh, very popular examples are Salesforce or Adobe or Oracle, uh, Marketo, HubSpot, and so on. Or online services, many times in the cloud, um, which help companies identify leads or streamline the sales process or things like this. So it's a software that works as a service, but is managed in-house, so you get access to it. Um, and obviously because of this, um, marketing changes a bit. So even if this product can be considered as, as a service product, so it's like you work with an agency to gather this data for you, the data is there. So um, marketing a SaaS, platforms, a SaaS platform um, is actually very similar to marketing a product. As the service element is replaced by um, a machine, things change slightly because when you think about it, you are not marketing, uh, let's say, agency services to um, make that data up. That data is being gathered automatically into the platform and then you are selling the access to this data intelligence uh, pool, which is the SaaS platform. So um, nevertheless, uh, augmented product benefits of this platform, such as customer support, ease of use, technology integrations between such platforms within an organization. Uh, so for example, integrating a SaaS platform of marketing um, with a CRM, that is a very important thing for organizations as well as customer support, because ultimately organizations are gonna want their stuff to be working on these platforms. So it's very important that the EUI is good, um, that um, it's very easy to understand, use, not make mistakes, and also the customer support is there if they need it. These are very, very important augmented product benefits. And uh, it's very, very important to think about them when you are designing your software product image. So uh, as a result, then uh, the marketing planning and uh, targeting the right people is super, super important. That sounds good. Um, I remember regarding this, we have been talking a lot about the importance of marketing on multiple channels and how you can target different audiences depending on the platform you uh, choose. And uh, I wanted to ask you, does it apply to SaaS marketing as well? Yes, very much. And this is a very good question. Uh, and um, before I get to that, actually, I think it's one, uh, one other point which I think it would be good to discuss and which is uh, to know very well the decision maker. So you can know which of these platforms or channels you'd like to um, advertise what. So... First of all, usually the decision maker is going to be somebody within the business and it's going to be um, somebody, you know, more high up that is being sold these sort of platforms by different people. Um, usually in marketing a SaaS platform, you would be working with a sales team and the aim would be to identify uh, the audience, which is comprised of decision makers and then to automate some journeys for them. So capture their attention, educate them, try to convert them from marketing qualified leads, as we call them, to sales qualifying leads and have a very good system in place. When this happens, when they move from marketing qualifying leads to sales qualifying leads, 
uh, the sales team within the organization to know almost automatically which of these leads are and to try to engage them on a personal level because in many times SaaS platforms are more expensive than you know, other categories of products. So they require a bit more, uh, maybe a demo or a bit of more nurturing at a personal level. Okay, so thinking about this decision maker and having him in mind, it's very important to, uh, again, think back on your product and know what's important for them. And many times it's going to be the integration capabilities, customer support and everything that we discussed so far. Um, knowing this, you have to think about what a journey would look for him when he's exploring options of platforms that could um, be used in, within the organizations and which channels he would be mostly looking for them. So um, here we're going to introduce something which is um, called a sales or lead funnel. I think that this is not a new concept for most of us, but um, the way that you design this sales funnel is going to be a bit different from other products because um, actually there are two reasons. One of them is that we have the technology at the moment to automate a lot of it. And the second is because you have to not be, not be salesy, but also, um, you know, drive them through the, through the funnel in order to convert to, you know, sales qualifying leads and what we discussed. So, um, usually marketing and sales goes, goes hand in hand. And, um, before you automate such funnel, you have to make sure that um, your digital footprint is serious, trustworthy, and so on. So you have to have your social media on point, your website has to be on point and has to be tracking all the interactions that are happening on there uh, with new visitors. You have to make sure that you have the right CTAs in place so they can request a demo if they like what they read, uh, that you offer enough information, that you are being punchy through the copy. And also that you have press releases, press features, and your company, you know, can be found from multiple sources as being uh, trustworthy. Uh, so when somebody lands on either of, of these things, they have a coherent brand experience as well as um, they enhance trust with every new interaction. Um, then what you have to do through this um, funnel is, first of all, educate them uh, in terms of the technology capabilities. So pu publish content that is relevant to them and that brings value to them. Once you publish this content, which would be, you know, something that you'd be hosting on your blog or stuff like that, maybe you sponsor articles in PR, um, try to get, and I know this is no news to most of us being in a B2B space, but try to get their email addresses and try to build a good email address because this is the starting point. Um, you can get that by offering value in terms of um, a new report on technology that is upcoming for the next year because now we are in the, in the end of the year. So uh, 2019 report on technology trends or marketing trends or etc. You have to make sure, again, when you try to offer this value, what represents value for them. For many of these business people, it's going to be saving time or uh, streamlining diverse um, business processes that would either enhance their results or, again, save them time or money. So, you know, it's, it's a small number of um, core, core benefits that they are looking for. So make sure that that shines through your um, communications. And then um, once you get their email addresses, educate them more about the product, offer them value, 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 um, and only come with a sales pitch or with uh, 
you know, this sort of CTAs to buy from you, maybe with the second or the third touch and try, try to, you know, organize a demo, um, try to do, you know, different things that are not necessarily going to say buy from me, but just find out more about the product by getting in touch with, with one of your people in the sales team, because they will know probably better how to close that deal. So just offer value, build trust and get them interested. And now, Roland, I know this, this was a long introduction to your question and I'm sorry for that, but I thought it was um, important to establish the base. Now, uh, shall we get into the multi-channel thing? Yes. <laughs> awesome. So, um, yes, um, multi-channel is certainly something that we should be doing. As we know, somebody, in order to recall a brand and to build trust and so on, you need multiple interactions between 7 and 15, I guess, um, depending on, on the industry. But how we should think about multi-channel here is we publish content, so we have to have a really good content strategy so that we educate the market. Then, where we push this content through? We push it through uh, in order to get, you know, leads. It's going to be many times through social. So whether you choose that to be social media like Instagram or Facebook, or you choose to go through LinkedIn advertising, you have to make sure that um, you adapt your language, language to that specific platform because people serve different platforms for different reasons. And even though you are selling a business uh, product and you might be thinking, oh, nobody's going to buy on Facebook. Well, actually, when they are on Facebook, if you are cool in your messaging and your creatives and so on, it's a very big chance that they would get in, you know, engaged with your content because many people get engaged with things that they perceive as being valuable, whether that's um, something curious, like, did you know that X is changing the industry or it, stuff like that, that gets them to want to find out more about it. And then you squeeze in your product somewhere in the copy and you show how your product helps. Um, so not being salesy, but rather being um, curious about it. Uh, these sort of things can help very much in engaging with your um, public. So make sure that you use the language that they would like to be used when communicating with them on specific platforms. Obviously, don't communicate the same on um, LinkedIn as you do on Facebook or as you do on uh, YouTube, if you choose to use any YouTube advertising at all. And um, after you have built and you have gathered that traffic that you need and you convert them, at least you get their email addresses, many of the things are gonna be happening on email until they actually get to meet um, or to talk to somebody on your sales team. But again, one key thing here is that they will keep uh, hear about your name or they will keep Googling your name. So here you have to make sure that for specific keywords, which you can induce through your copy uh, so that people look for exactly those keywords. Uh, for those keywords, you appear as, a, as the first result in search. Um, you are also backed up by industry authorities. So PR is very important here to, you know, um, strengthen your brand presence and your brand trust. And also another thing that you can do again on social once you gather these um, email addresses is to export them into a, let's say, Facebook segment and you can market to them different things um, that are relevant to the stage in which they are through their customer journey with you. 
So this would be a classic example of multi-channel uh, where you also integrate the human element in marketing and you, you enable sales and marketing to work, to work together towards the sale. Okay, man, that's a lot of information here. If you were to pick some key takeaways from your whole discussion, what would this be for the marketer? Okay, so one of them, I would start there with knowing exactly who your decision maker is and trying to get them get to them uh, immediately, build value through the first few interactions with them. And then once you get them in your database, um, try to explore other ways in which you can speed up the conversion. And here the ad retargeting to optimize multi-channel ad delivery uh, can be an important thing to, uh, can be an important thing to optimize your spend as well as lower the cost of acquisition per new customer or per new lead. Um, and uh, also once you have the initial push content strategy in place and you know exactly what you want to use to get your people into the database and start to engage with them on a more personal level, ensure your brand gets discovered and ranks in Google results uh, when the prospect will ideally want to search more information. So as uh, we mentioned, PR is really good. Content on different platforms is good. Uh, try collaborating with other industry authorities, um, maybe companies that are complementary to your service that you could cross-write and you could maybe mention them in one of your articles. They could mention you um, on their articles and so on. It's really, really powerful to enable an increased trust. And um, again, a very... <laughs> small tip that can do magic is that you can manipulate the way in which they look for more information by um, trying to induce certain keywords within your copy. So only have that in mind when you design your search um, ads campaigns. Uh, if you do that in-house, if not, I've, you probably know by now that we could help you uh, in, ca in case you need. So any of these things, if you'd like to help you um, with designing your lead funnel or to help you on the social media ads uh, strategy or delivery or PPC, we would be super happy to give you a hand with this. Uh, but if you do that in-house, make sure that you, um, when you, when you design the ad sets, you take into consideration and you rank for the specific keywords that they would be looking for when they look for information about you. And um, yeah, I think that that would be it in a nutshell. Yeah, man, so it's it's an exciting niche. I think uh, many of us marketeers will get to interact with SaaS, uh, if not already, then in the near future. And uh, yeah, I hope that you guys got, um, got some good takeaways from this as well. Uh, we'd be happy to know your questions or to to hear from you what made you speak more so we can focus uh, later on in the other episodes more on them. Um, and until next time, Roland, thank you very much for being here. And actually, you know what, man? We should be doing this sort of uh, bulletins in the beginning of the episodes or at some point because you always have some really, really cool things that you bring, you know, as news and stuff like that. So I think it's, uh, uh, it's a wealth of very good updates that... Um, the guys listening to us are going to be very, you know, happy to hear. What, what do you think? Yeah, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. I think it would be really nice at the moment I'm being involved in so many projects and courses that I think I can take uh, the, the main points and try to 
apply them to marketing and how these technologies can influence the future of the marketing. And yeah, definitely, this would be some very nice introductions to each podcast. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, definitely, let's do that. Okay, cool guys. Thanks a lot again for being here. Um, and until next time, as you know, rock it with everything that you do. Um, have fun, uh, live life and all these other things <laughs> that it's important to be doing. And best of luck in everything that you do in marketing and uh, in business in general. And if you need a hand, you know, you can always write us at hello at marketing.com, write us on Facebook or Twitter or on Instagram. And, uh, you know, we'll be happy to come in. Have an amazing day.